Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. I think I stole your hey, hey, hey. I think you did. But also, I just hope that Jeremy kept the last intro where you were <laughs> giving us a little taste, giving us a little bit. Tell the kids, show the kids what you were just doing for us. Um, I was doing it and doing it and doing it well. <laughs> <laughs> she was from Queens. I was Man, raised out in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. These mics... Something comes over us. I know. We always think that we're in like a real studio somewhere. Yeah, not in my living room. Yeah, it's just bringing out, you know, anyway. I I think, you know, I I think with auto-tune, I might be able to get a record contract (laughs) out of this. My goal for doing a podcast really is to get a record contract. Well, listen, we've started. I think we put it out there. We've had multiple tracks appear on our podcast. If you're listening, if you're out there, if you're a producer and you're ready to sign. My single, my single is dropping, is dropping. (laughs) I think it actually, you know, this law of attraction kind of brings us right into today's topic. topic. Well, I'm Danessa. And I'm James Vincent. And this is the Makeup Show Podcast. Welcome. Oh, you love me. I like when we just look at each other over the microphones now. Um, I thought you were going to sing something. You know, the law of attraction is something that you hear me talk about a lot. And I think that simply stated, the law of attraction means that you attract what you focus on, good or bad, or like attracts like. Author Jim Rohn once said, success isn't something you pursue, it's something you attract. And I think that when you look at success in that way, it allows you to pursue your career in a different way because you are not thinking of yourself solely as having um, to put the time in Mm -hmm. to see a result. You're looking at your career saying, the time that I put in is also important to me being successful in this industry and enjoying what I'm doing. Absolutely. You always have the perfect quotes. Well, thanks, babe. And Uh, I do agree that that is like a perfect segue into what we want to talk about today. Um, We've had a few experiences over the last couple of weeks and in some of our conversations, it's really in some of our conversations with some of you, we hear a lot about wanting to kind of elevate the clients. Yeah. How do you attract a better client? Yes. And so we thought well, we would take a few minutes and just focus on that today. How do you attract a better client? And I hate using the word better. Because it's not so much better. It's really just a client that you want, right? I think that that is totally accurate. I think that, you know, we spend a lot of time educating people on how to prepare their portfolio, how to prepare those pieces to land the clients that they aspire to land and to become the artist that they want to be. And I think that taking the word better out of it maybe makes it even more impactful. So I have a quote. Yeah. And this is a quote that I've never been able to forget. It's some mashup between Dale Carnegie and Zig Ziglar. But the idea is that people follow people, not things. People buy people, not things, right? So I think one of the most important um, places to start is when you're thinking about attracting this customer, think about even you as a customer. When you purchase or when you look for a service from someone, People need to know you, they need to like you, and they need to trust you. So 
if we were to just take those three components and, and think about like what the strategy has been for you in acquiring new customers, are you creating a landscape where those three things are happening? I think for makeup artists, for people in the beauty industry, it is essential. I think that people really want more lifestyle now. They want connection and they want more than just someone who's going to line their eyes. They want to feel a certain way as well as look a certain way. And I think that we have got to be able to show them in our business materials and portfolios who we are and what we do. I think the rise in um, social media influencers is really like speaks directly to this because it just goes to show you how much people want to know about you. And so good, bad, or indifferent, there may be uh, people socially that you don't um, agree with who they are, but they are attracting their tribe of the people who do. And people love to know that they can rely on something consistent and specific from you because they know who you are um, and they trust what you're going to give them. And I think when it's something we've talked about before on the podcast, I think that you and I are both so open in who we are in our lives. And I think that that influences the type of people that hire us to work on projects because we're authentically kind of putting pieces forward. And for an artist who is putting together their business materials, these there are some very simple steps that you can take to let people know who you are. And that for me starts with your website. Yes. You know, having that about me bio section, which we always talk about as a necessity for a makeup artist, but something that really breaks it down and tells people a little bit more than just the generic bio that we see in the beauty industry. For example, if you are following me or you're checking things out, you're going to know the clients that I've worked with, but you're going to know there's a rock and roll edge to everything that I do. You're going to know a little bit about where I stand politically um, and socially and those pieces of my personal life. Um, I think that those are very important. I think if you go to my Instagram page even it literally says like i don't know i have to look owner at rebels and outlaws makeup artist editor educator mentor sister witch director of artistry at the makeup show tpg in the new york groove you know something as simple as that kind of puts it right out there about where i live what i do who i am and i think that that's something that a lot of makeup artists have been um have shied away from yeah and i think that's what customers really want to see you're a dog lover you love mac and cheese whatever it is the human side of who you are another quick tip for that bio page on the website and as much as possible try and even keep that right up front if there's a way where they can you know read your bio and then more importantly see who you are and that photo that you take is critical you want to take a photo that you're giving direct eye contact to your audience there's something very very powerful for that um, about that which is why you know major fashion magazines you'll always see the model looking forward it's a very specific reason that you want to like like re- get, they, you want to see right into their soul, you right? Get right in there. Yeah. So make sure that bio picture says something about who you are. If it's your smile, whatever it is, even if you're standing in a rock and roll stance, give direct eye contact. 
It's a really key tip for your bio photo. This gives clients some insight into who they're bringing in and what you're doing. If you're someone who is focusing all the time on bridal makeup, but when they go to your website, they're you know not seeing who you are or what you're doing, this is the most important day of their life. They want to know who they're mm-hmm. contracting to be part of it. And it's a very simple exercise that I promise you will get you the client that you want to work with. So they want to know you, like you, and trust you. So review some of your business materials and ask yourself, how are you hitting those three points? The next piece that I think um, is very important is to share. Share images, share testimonials, share your social media pieces about things that interest you, about who you are. Again, I think we're so focused on sharing images of our work and putting out those pieces that are like, here's a final image. But Danessa, if there is anything that you have taught me, is that final images get the least amount of Mm -hmm. comments and likes on social media. People want to see into your life, into your world. They want to see behind the scenes. They want to see you preparing your models. They want to see testimonials from former clients. They want to see your likes and dislikes. And this really is how you're going to connect to the people that you want to connect to. Exactly. And I think with those things in mind, you have to ask yourself the question, who is this client that you're talking to? This is a very important lesson that I had to learn because, you know, my social space, the way I interacted with customers was a mashup because I always wanted to tell everybody I do all of these things and I can swing from clean makeup to like, you know, something crazy and, you know, out the box. But it becomes a very unclear message for the customer that you're trying to attract. So if you take a look at all your different, the mediums that you communicate with your client, you have to ask yourself, if it's a website, on that homepage, are you speaking to that ideal client that you're looking for? So as an example, if you're somebody who 99% of your business is bridal, When somebody comes to your website, are they seeing some avant-garde Halloween makeup that you did? Or are they seeing the most beautiful bride on the planet? When somebody goes to your social, when they scroll to your page, those first six to nine boxes, what story is it telling about the kind of client or the kind of work that you do? If you want to attract brides, you can't have a lot of food or baby pictures. You need to have bridal-focused images. Like, the larger percentage of the work that you're showing needs to be in that space. If you are somebody who does social makeup and you want to show an elevated social client, then that's the story that you need to be telling. And if you don't have a lot of those clients, you show the one that you did, maybe show the high-end products that you're using, tell the story of a high-end you know, social uh, makeup artist. What is the story that you're telling? And make sure that all of the images um, that you're sharing speak to that person. And it's not to say that everyone else doesn't matter, but it matters for you because you don't want to attract proms when what you really want to do is weddings. You don't want to be like the makeup artist doing face painting at uh, child parties when actually what you really want to do is fashion week and work mm-hmm. in high fashion. So, What is the story that you're telling and the message that you're putting forth? And I think you don't have to show everything that you do. And it's something that we talk about a lot. Like there are clients that I have that you won't ever see 
on my website. You won't ever see me talk mm -hmm. about, you'll never see on my social media because it doesn't further the story of my rock and roll New York makeup life, you know? Um, also on the other side, there are times when I've been booked to do jobs that immediately change everything moving forward maybe not where I want to be. I did uh, two high-profile jobs. I did a music video with Lady Gaga where I did a body painting, and then I did a big shoot with David LaChapelle where I did body painting. I am not a body painter. And then all of a sudden, people were asking me to do tattoos and body paintings and come to body painting festivals, and this is not the work that I do. And so I really had to think. Sometimes people can't see beyond the last thing you did. And so you really have to curate. You really have to put forward speaking to existence. Okay, James Vincent is beautiful makeup I love there's a rock and roll edge to everything I do mm -hmm. but if I am not showing people what I'm capable of in that arena and opening myself up and making myself available to those clients because they're looking and saying oh he does tattoos it isn't going to get me the work that I want to get it's a very simple strategy for showing people the work that you aspire to do another strategy this is the easiest one of all is to really practice the word no. I think as artists and entrepreneurs, we feel like we have to say yes to everything. But when you say yes to everything, you're always going to get a mashup of things you want to do and things you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. And quite often the things you don't want to do are what you get most frequently. So even just the practice of saying no, respectfully saying no, is going to lead you in the direction of attracting the real actual client mm -hmm. that you want. I think it also leaves you time to do the things you want to do. I think I didn't necessarily know that. Um until the last few years, I felt like if I had free time, I wanted to fill it with something. Mm -hmm. And so I would end up doing a shoot with a model where I couldn't use the images with a photographer who maybe I loved their personality, but the images weren't usable in my book. And what I thought was like, oh, I'm working as much as I can. I'm putting myself out there even on my days off. And what it really was doing was exhausting me. So I was showing up to the jobs that I needed to be prepared for exhausted because mm -hmm. I had no time to re you know, boot myself or kind of regenerate. And now I know I need that time in between. I can say no. And if you're not comfortable with no in our industry, just saying, I'm so sorry, I'm booked that day allows people to know that you are busy doing other things. You don't have to give an explanation mm -hmm. for your no. And don't feel like you're lying because you are booked. You're booked like practicing at home or you're booked researching or you are booked, you're booked doing something specifically that's going to move you forward in the direction of attracting and being ready for that client that you really want. Definitely. The last piece for me, are you showing up? Are you creating more life lifestyle aspects to what you're doing? Are you showing up consistently? Is your work at the same level? Is your presence at the same level? Are you posting regularly on social media? Are you maintaining your website? Are you maintaining your resume and your client list? Are you keeping in contact with the photographers, the producers, the clients that you've worked with before? Are you showing up at events that support our industry and that support you as an artist? If you're not showing up physically, you know, emotionally, um, socially, it does not allow you to move forward and to attract the people that you want to attract because you're not showing up. So why is someone else going to show up for you? You know, and I love this one. And this is I had to do dig deep and do a little soul searching um, when we were researching to come up with this list because showing up can mean a lot of things. Um, you 
as artists today in this day and age, we can't just hide behind pretty pictures. We can't just post every day a pretty picture and make the assumption that you're connecting with someone and someone's going to want to book you or hire you. So one of the things that I know that I've added to my list that I'm working on is to showing up more for even my followers or my customers being more present visually um, with my face and my energy and my words and not relying so much on a post every day. Because, you know, a post every day is not aligning myself to gain anyone's trust, for anyone to get to know me, you know. And so these are things that I think about and I'm I'm like, it's on my list. It's something that I need to, to do better. Showing up, it, it means a lot of different things. And, and for me, it's having more of a personal social presence, whether it be at social events or even just through my own um, social media. And for me, I think it is committing to yourself and investing in yourself. Um, we had a situation a few weeks ago, Danessa, where we were going to attend an event together. And don't tell Jeremy, even though he's sitting here, mm-hmm. but I didn't RSVP to the event because I thought that it was at a venue where I have an office. So I was like, I'll just walk down. And then Danessa messaged me and she was like, it's $69 to get in. Don't worry about coming. Um, I'll share the information with you. And I said, okay. And then I thought to myself, if I cannot invest in my education, um, then what am I investing in? And I think that so for me, many of you heard me say it for the last few years, I've been taking classes, I'm attending other people's events, I'm really investing in my own career, my own skill set, my own education, because if I'm not showing up for myself, how can I show up for my clients and be my best? And this is a piece where I think we tend to cut corners. We don't allow ourselves enough sleep. We don't allow ourselves enough food. Mm -hmm. We don't allow ourselves self-care. We don't allow ourselves education. And I can't be the best and get the client that I want if I'm not prepared to do that in every way. So I think we have to show up for our clients and at events and all of those pieces, but you've got to support your little baby self too, your little baby donkeys. This, <laughs> I love that. Um, I recently had a birthday and literally wanted to work through my birthday and made the decision to use that day uh, just to be inspired So I spent the day at the museums and I think it was the best day I've ever spent because it gave me an opportunity to focus on me and kind of like get in a better space as to what energy, you know, I want to give back to the world in terms of my creativity. So it was a really great reboot. Um, So I think you are so dead on when you say um, investing in ourselves is a big part of how we're showing up for our customers. Simply put, the law of attraction is the ability to attract into our lives whatever we are focusing on. It is the law of attraction which uses the power of the mind to translate whatever is in our thoughts and materialize them into reality. In basic terms, all thoughts turn into things eventually. But you've got to put the work in too, guys. Mm -hmm. You've got to think it. You've got to manifest it. You've got to work towards it and make it happen. And we are so excited that so many of you are pushing yourselves forward in this industry. And we hope this helps you step back and sit down and say, what can I do in my own career and business materials to get the clients that I want to work with?
Okay, so this one is my favorite podcast. (laughs) (laughs) She says that every episode. No, thank you guys again for joining us. We really do enjoy spending this virtual time with you from week to week. It really is our passion and our pleasure to come up with new topics to share with you. So continue to reach out to us. We love reading your emails. Continue emailing us at themakeupshowpodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, share this podcast with others. We'd love to continue to grow our community here Keep sharing your ideas with us. All of our episodes now are coming from listeners like you. We love you guys. Follow us on Instagram. Like us. We like you. (laughs) We love you. Five stars to our audience. (laughs) Five five stars. You guys, I hope that I think we're, I'm attracting you into my life. You, I'm, my law of attraction is working. Thank you. So beautiful. Thank you guys so much. See you next week. See you next week.